So, I want you to imagine with me that you're at a men's conference, and the main speaker, who you've never met before, comes up to you in conversation and is an encouragement to you, uh, but then he challenges you. What is that challenge? Well, he wants you to come to his conference that he'll be hosting later that year. You take that personal challenge, but under one condition. Well, that is part of my story of what happened to me back in 2009 that I want to share with you today. Hello, I'm Ryan Hare, and welcome to The 318 Project. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about my testimony and sharing with you the heart and passion that is behind the 318 Project and where it comes from. So for me, I grew up my entire life in the church. Uh, As long as I can remember, we were always going to, to services. But I remember always being told that I had been prayed over and prophesied over that I would be in ministry. Well, for me growing up, when I thought of ministry, I always thought of it being as a pastor a preacher, or an evangelist. And for me, I want to know part of that. Now, I was still involved in church, playing in the band, and just being active with the youth, but I just didn't want any part of being called into the ministry. As I got older, I graduated high school, went through college, and then down the road, went and got my certification to become a firefighter. After all of this, I met and married my wonderful wife, April, back in 1999. We had our first son, Seth, in 2001, and then in 2005, we had our second son, Titus. In 2003 was when I was hired on by the local fire department, the Jacksonville Fire and Rescue Department. This was a dream of mine, and and I felt like God had finally opened the doors for me to get on, and, and I was blessed to be able to work in this fine department. During this time, I felt that me and April had a typical marriage, a good marriage with ups and downs, the typical arguments, disagreements, but still we loved each other and cared for each other. But still, there was something that I was hiding that was fixing to come out in early 2009 that was going to devastate and almost ruined our marriage. Then in early 2009, April confronted me of an addiction that I had been hiding for years, um, back to even when I was a teenager. She had found pictures of pornography on our computer and at the same time said that she wanted a divorce. This was very devastating to me because I did not want to lose her or my sons, and this was a reality check. So at that point, uh, we began to work on how to save our marriage. About a month later, this was around Valentine's, we sat down and we watched the movie Fireproof. Well, what was so spectacular about the movie? Well, for me... Everything in the movie felt like I could relate to because the main character was a firefighter who was fixing to face a divorce because of his addiction to pornography. So this was something that really struck my heart to the point that I fell on my knees. I prayed, asked for forgiveness, not just to God, but even to April to forgive me and to help so that we could work through this and save our marriage. Then in April of 2009, we had a men's conference. And this was the changing point that really changed my life. The speaker that we had was a gentleman by the name of Jack King. At that point, I had never met Jack, but after that conversation, he challenged me to come to his conference later that year. And I told him under one condition that I would come to that conference, and that was to be commissioned. At the same time, 
this was going to be around our 10th anniversary. So during the next few months, as I was studying the books to get my commissioning, as I was reading these books, they were just speaking to me and really showing me things that I had failed as being a husband and a father. And as I was going through it, I could tell that I was growing and learning. So what were these books? Well, the first one that really impacted me, and it still impacts me today, was a book called Maximized Manhood by a gentleman named Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole. Dr. Cole has been considered the father of modern-day men's ministry, and it was through his books that changed my life, restored and saved my marriage, and has taught me how to be a better husband, a better father, and just an overall better man. So I went through these books, so I went through these books and studied and finished the requirements to become commissioned. So what is a commissioning? Well, the commissioning comes about when you finish these nine books were done by Dr. Cole and through his ministry called Christian Men's Network, that they simply say that you have gone through these books and now you are commissioned to now mentor and disciple other men. And in that commissioning, you earn a sword. So in November of 2009, we go to Jack's conference, and I get my commissioning, and I receive my sword. Now, what was funny during that time was one of the gentlemen there asked me, says, so what is your next thing that you are going to do now that you've been commissioned? And for me, my response was, I was just here for the sword. And in a way, that's what I was. I was simply there. I had earned the sword. I thought nothing about a ministry still or what I wanted to do. I did know that it was helping me in my Christian walk, in my relationship with April and with my sons. A couple years after my commissioning, me and my dad had started traveling with Jack from time to time to help him as he was having some health issues and needed some assistance on some things that we would travel with him. During that time, I was fortunate enough to travel with them to Switzerland, South Africa, and Russia to do men's ministry. It was during this time of traveling with Jack that I began to know that there was a calling on my life for men's ministry. Again, my concept of ministry was being a pastor, a preacher, or an evangelist. But as I was studying more and traveling more uh, and being exposed to other anointed men that were starting to pour into my life, I realized that ministry is different areas. There's the teaching. There are those that personally disciple and mentor, as well as teaching Sunday school classes or other classes, music ministry, administrative, different aspects of ministry. It's not just one area. And so I begin to feel this calling on my life to do more towards men's ministry because that was where the heart and the passion had become really ingrained in my heart from these books by Dr. Cole and also from everything that Jack King had poured into my life. So over these last 10 years, my marriage has grown stronger and even my relationship with my sons has gotten much better. Not to say that we don't have our ups and downs, our struggles, our differences at times, but I'm blessed that I'm able to be that leader that God has called me to be in our home. So we fast forward to the last few years, and during that time we had changed churches, and now we're part of a church that is a thriving church and has a heart for ministry in different aspects and different areas of mission work, outreach, discipleship. But one of the main things that they have about is their emphasis on being authentic and transparent. 
And that's what I'm doing today is I'm being that transparent person because I want to be able to share my testimony and my heart for men's ministry. So during these last few years, we've done things, we've traveled, I've been able to go on mission trips, other mission trips through the church to to Ireland and even Peru. During the last few years, Jack had stopped traveling due to health reasons. He was unable to to go on some of the trips that he had done before to minister, and so we weren't traveling with him as much. And then about two or three years ago, uh, due to health issues, him and his wife Betty, they felt that it was time to pass on their ministry, and that this time they passed on, through the blessing of their family as well, they passed on their ministry, Faithful Men's Ministry, over to my parents to take over. And then in July of 2018... Uh, my dear friend and mentor, Jack King, went home to be with the Lord. This was a tough time because this was a a dear friend and a mentor who meant so much to me. Even through all this, I still questioned as to what my calling and what my ministry direction was because so many times in the past, I thought, well, maybe I am to be a preacher, maybe an evangelist. I was teaching even at the church right now, even at the Springs Church, I was teaching Sunday school, helping out, doing men's, part of our men's team. But I still felt like I was missing a, my true calling. I knew that my calling was very much in men's ministry, but where that direction was, uh, was still an uncertainty to me. Then in January of this year, we have a 21-day prayer and fasting. Along with the 21 days of prayer and fasting, I read the book by Mark Batterson, The Circle Maker, and Praying Circles. And he has a 40-day prayer devotional with it. And it was during this time of the 21 days of prayer and fasting that something stirred up in my heart for men's ministry. Even more, as I was praying one day, I just felt like the Lord placed it in my heart and in my mind, podcasting. I had listened to a couple, wasn't really familiar with a lot of it, but the more that I thought about it and prayed about it, the more there was a passion and a fire to do this. And seeing this as a ministry to sharing not just the gospel, but sharing kingdom principles to be able to disciple and mentor men. And as I was studying and researching how to do this and the things that I needed, little did we know the circumstances that would be happening just a few weeks later uh, in our nation and around the world of people having to isolate and not being able to go to church as much and fellowship uh, like we used to as much. And so as through all this, this heart of doing this podcast is what's been birthed into me to be able to share and disciple and mentor men. I may not be able to do it face-to-face like I want to at times, but there are men that I am discipling and mentoring, but also to reach others that are listening to this podcast, wherever they may be, whether it's in the United States or in other countries. And to be able to share these godly kingdom principles that I learned through these books of Dr. Cole, Jack King, and materials that I've learned and read and studied or had poured into my life over these years, as well as the scripture itself, because that is the key key part of being discipled is through the scriptures. So what is the 318 Project? Well, the 318 Project is a part of Jack King's ministry, which was called Faithful Men's Ministry. And Faithful Men's Ministry was based on two scriptures. The first one was Genesis 14, 14, which said, 
Now when Abram heard that his brother Lot was taken captive, he armed his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house, and they went in pursuit as far as Dan. So we see here that there are 318 trained up servants in Abraham's house that he had trained himself. And so that's where the 318 comes from. It is those that we have discipled and trained up ourselves. Now, what did those 318 men do? Well, if you had an army like that, can you imagine if even just a handful that you've mentored and discipled then when you have another brother, a friend, co-worker, someone in the church that has been captured through an addiction of drugs, alcohol, pornography, adultery, or some other sin, and they've walked away from church, that you get your brothers together and you go and rescue him and to restore them. And so that's what that 318 is. Now, the second scripture that we talk about that is part of that faithful men's ministry and also the 318 project is 2 Timothy 2.2, which says, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And so that's what we're doing. That's what was passed on to me through other men teaching and pouring into my life, that they were teaching, these were faithful men that were teaching me, pouring into me. And now as another faithful man, I'm now wanting to pour in and teach others that as you grow, as you develop, you can then turn around and disciple and mentor the next generation or that next set of men that you have an impact into your life. Just as Barnabas mentored and discipled Paul, and then Paul mentored and discipled Timothy, Titus, and Silas, we see that as a continued movement of ministering and discipling men. And so that is the heart and the passion and the purpose of this, the 318 Project. So I just want to take this time to pray with you as we're finishing up this episode of the 318 Project. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for these men. I thank you for this person that is listening to this podcast right now. You know the situations they're going through and the trials that they're facing, Lord. But we just pray that you guide them and strengthen them and help them during this time that they can renew their relationship with you, with their spouse, with their children with their co-workers, or whatever it may be. Even during these tough times of uncertainties, of fear, doubts, and insecurities that are facing us in this situation, Lord, I just pray that you give them a peace and an anointing and give them the strength during this time. And we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So again, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of The 318 Project. And if you can, just remember to like and share and follow us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And again, thank you. Have a blessed day. And let's remember to just keep building kingdom in. Kingdom in.